Welcome back to another Edge God In podcast. Thank you for pushing the pause button today to Edge God In to your mind, your will, and your emotions. I was meeting with a, a client today and um, I had shared a, a phrase that I had used um, several times in my own journey with the Lord. It actually came from a prompting of the Holy Spirit after some time in prayer. I had walked outside into the world going about my business. And I, I literally was stopped in my tracks with, with the prompting within my soul from the Holy Spirit, which said, remind your face that I adore you. Remind your face that I adore you. So wherever you're coming from today, in terms of your earth school experiences out there, remember that the love of God within you is greater than any circumstance outside of you. And remind your face that God adores you. Today's topic is entitled Determination. Do you have it? I'm going to be pulling from the scriptures from Luke chapter 5, verses 17 through 22, a very familiar story from the scriptures and an incredible encounter of determination in action, truly determination in action. When you leave today's podcast, it's our intention that you will have a deeper understanding, a more profound understanding of the power of a determined focus and its connection to seeing the hand of God move in your life, as was the case for the people that we will learn more about in the verses that we'll be pulling up for today's podcast. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, sweet Jesus, give us the grace of determination. So often we will rise and fall depending upon how the world is judging us. We will lay awake at night thinking about what someone said, what they didn't say, what we said, what we didn't say, uh, and also really mentally beating ourselves up, whereas you call us to begin again, to rise up, pick up our mat, follow you. Help us to have that simple, determined focus on you, to fix our eyes on you. You are the author and perfecter of our faith. You have plans to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us hope in a future. Give us the grace and the ability to let go and to allow you the space to move in our lives. Forgive us for micromanaging every little detail that we don't even have time or space to even, we don't even create the space to even see your mighty hand work in our lives. Help us with that, Lord, to expand the gap between what's happening outside of us and our choice of response to it so that we can see you move in miraculous ways. Help us to fix our eyes on you, for you are the author and perfecter of our faith. And all things are possible with you. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. If you have your Bibles, open them up to Luke chapter 5, verses 17 through 26. 
One day, Jesus was teaching, and Pharisees and teachers of the law were sitting there listening to him. They had come from every village in Galilee and from Judea and Jerusalem. And the power of the Lord was with Jesus to heal the sick. Some men came carrying a paralyzed man on a mat and tried to take him into the house to lay him before Jesus. So the word was out at this point. People were coming from miles away because they heard about the power of Jesus' ability to heal. When they couldn't find a way to get into the house because the crowd was so thick, they went up on the roof and lowered him on his mat, threw the tiles into the middle of the crowd right in front of Jesus. Now, let's pause here for a moment. This is a house at that time. His friends were determined. The definition of determined means to have a firmness of purpose, a tendency to move in a direction, a fixed direction. They were moving in a fixed direction, and they had a firm sense of purpose to get their friend in front of Jesus, as well as the faith to believe that if they got their friend in front of Jesus, that their friend would be healed. When Jesus saw their faith, he was moved. He said, friend, your sins are forgiven. The Pharisees and the teachers of the law began thinking to themselves, who is this fellow who speaks blasphemy? Who can forgive sins but God alone? Jesus knew that when they were thinking and asking, he knew exactly what they were thinking and asking. By the way, Jesus knows exactly what you're thinking. <laughs> so oftentimes between my two ears, I thank God that it didn't spill out of my mouth. And God still knows. So it's always an opportunity to ask for divine assistance from the Holy Spirit within you. Dear God, activate the Holy Spirit within me to protect me from sinning against you. So Jesus can read our thoughts, just as he did here. This isn't the only first place where he read the thoughts of people that were judging him in the interior world of their mind. Jesus knew what they were thinking and asked, why are you thinking these things in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven, or to say, get up and walk? But I want you to know that the Son of Man has authority to forgive sins on earth. So he said to the paralyzed man, I tell you, get up, take up your mat and go home immediately. Immediately. There wasn't any lag time. Immediately. He stood up in front of them, took what he had been lying on and went home praising God. Everyone was amazed and gave praise to God. They were filled with awe and said, we have seen remarkable things today. Can you imagine? In fact, take a moment to imagine what that scene was like. What do you imagine your position in that situation to be? Were you an onlooker? 
Were you skeptical? Is this true? Can this man truly heal people? Who do you identify with in this story? Perhaps you feel like today you were the paralyzed man on the mat. Certain circumstances in your life have knocked you out of the game of life. I remember when I was diagnosed with advanced cancer one week prior to my final divorce court date, I was certainly paralyzed by fear that I would leave my three children without a mom. What is it for you today? And who do you identify with in this story? Determination. Having a fixed direction, a firmness of purpose. Satan gets us off track with confusion, frustration, dissatisfaction, lack of peace. He doesn't want you to trust God or believe in the power of the healing presence of Christ in your life. So he will do everything he can to distract you. What is it for you today that is distracting you from having your eyes fixed on Jesus, just as the friends of the paralyzed man did? They came across a block, several different blocks. One, they tried to get in the front door. They couldn't. The crowd was too much. Can you imagine them trying to lift their friend on the stretcher up on top of the roof of this house, only to be blocked again by tiles? How are we going to get through that? They were so fixed and determined in their purpose that they found a way to get through the roof. Then the other opportunity was to figure out how are we going to lower our friend down through the roof without hurting him? They found a way because they were determined. They were determined to give more authority to the belief around getting their friend in front of Jesus Christ of Nazareth than they were any obstacle that came before them. And we don't know how long they carried their friend on a mat. Even 10 feet could be laborious. What is it for you today? What have you been carrying around that is getting very heavy for you? That you want to find a way to get to the feet of Jesus. To lay before the Son of God your burden. With expectation of healing and complete restoration. These friends were determined. They were determined so much so that they overrode, they had the ability to override any block before them. One of my favorite verses from 1 John is, who is it that overcomes the world? It's a great question. Who is it that overcomes the world? And what is your world today? It could be an illness. It can be a setback professionally. Could be one of your children being hijacked, losing their identity. What is it for you today? What if moving forward, 
we had that same determination that those friends had to get their friend in front of Jesus. Another question to ponder is this. If you were that paralyzed person on that stretcher, who would carry your stretcher to Jesus? Who is carrying your stretcher in front of Jesus? Who's your A-team? I had an A-team when I went through advanced cancer. These were men and women in my life who carried my stretcher again and again and laid me before Jesus in their prayers behind closed doors and then in action by showing up for me. Who are four people in your life that you are confident would carry your stretcher and are carrying your stretcher in life? And whose stretcher are you carrying? Who are the people that God has put in your life for you to be one of those men or women to carry them to Jesus? Invite the Holy Spirit to give you a determined mindset to carry the people entrusted to your care to the feet of Christ, to the feet of Jesus, the healer, the lover of our souls. Jesus saw their faith and he said, friend, your sins are forgiven. He forgave that man his sins because of the faith of their friends. The determination coupled with faith that led to the forgiveness and freedom of bondage of their friend. This is an, a very powerful reminder to us today to really lean into your A-team in life. Nurture those relationships of the people that bring you to the foot of the cross. Knowing that with Jesus, you will lack nothing. And Jesus is the answer to whatever it is today that's creating any form of paralysis within you. Paralysis to move forward. Paralysis to tune into a solution. Pro paralysis around your identity. Remembering whose you are, that God adores you. You were created in the image and likeness of God. You were part of a royal priesthood, a holy nation. That God has plans for you to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. Who are these people in your life that move you in this direction to remind your mind of what your soul always knows? Jesus is the answer. And who are you doing that for? The people that are entrusted to your care. That's determination. Determination that leads to salvation. Determination that leads to freedom. One of our foundational verses at Edge God in Ministries is Galatians 5.1. It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm and do not allow yourself to be burdened by the yoke of slavery. There are two words in there that suggest you have a choice. 
It is for freedom that Christ has set us free. Stand firm is the first two phrases, two words. Stand firm. That means you, you don't have to stand firm. It's, it's an invitation to stand firm. And then the next two words are don't allow. Stand firm and don't allow. This takes determination. Stand firm and don't allow yourself to be burdened by the yoke of slavery. This man was burdened, not just physically, but spiritually, because Jesus went right after what really needed to be healed. His soul, first and foremost, friend, your sins are forgiven. Then pick up, take up your mat and go. And then you have the bystanders, the Pharisees, the teachers of the law, who are judging this incredible gift that Jesus is giving to this person. And perhaps that's you today. Perhaps you're standing on the sidelines judging somebody in your life. By the measure you judge, you will be judged. That is a burden. Be determined to leave the judgment to God. And to stand firm in your calling with Jesus. When Jesus says, hey, you want to remain in me and I in you so that you bear good fruit? Keep my command and you'll remain in my love. Keep my commands and you will remain in my love. And he shares what his command is. My command is this, that you love one another as I have loved you. Be determined to love one another as Jesus has loved you, to love the people around you as Jesus has loved you. So who's carrying your mat to Jesus? And whose mat are you carrying? Whose stretcher, who on the stretcher are you carrying to Jesus? And how determined are you to override the distraction? How determined are you to override the distractions in your life, the trickery of the devil, to get you off target? To be determined, again, is a firmness of purpose. What is our purpose? It's made pretty clear to us. Our purpose is 2 Corinthians 5.20. We are Christ's ambassadors. And he's making his appeal to the world through us. When they see our good works, when they see how we love one another, that gives glory to God. We are Christ's ambassadors, and he is making his appeal through us. Be determined. Be firm in purpose. Your purpose is to be an ambassador for Christ. By loving others well. We're working on finishing up our first course entitled Emotional Intelligence in Christ. And the fourth phase of emotional intelligence is called Christ connections, the ability to connect with others as Jesus did, which is only made possible by the first phase of emotional intelligence, which is an encounter with Jesus, to have your identity resurrected truly, just as this man did. Friend, your sins are forgiven. Let's go. Let's begin a new life here. Once you have that encounter, with the love of God who desires to heal you from what is paralyzing you today, then you are set free. 
to ultimately be able to relate to others as Jesus did and to love others well as God calls us to. And Jesus does too. Hey, you want to remain in my love? Love one another as I have loved you. Well, Jesus, I don't really feel like loving these people. Just like the Pharisees said, if, if, if uh, he really knew who this woman was, who's washing his feet and crying in front of him. And Jesus was very compassionately said to that Pharisee, Simon, I have something to share with you. There were two people who owed money. One owed a ton, one owed very little. The person that they owed money to was compassionate, forgave them both. Who do you think will be more joyful? Well, the one who was forgiven the most. Very wise, Simon, of course. The one who has been forgiven much, loves much. Jesus is after those dark places within our heart and our soul. And he loves us smack in the middle of them. But in order for us to love well, as Jesus loved us, it's that first step of complete surrender and determined focus to lay everything at the foot, at the feet of Jesus, as these men did, these friends of this paralyzed man did. They put everything on the line. They didn't know the ramifications of doing this. They just they were so determined. They didn't even see any of the blocks in front of them. They just kept going. Are you willing to do that, to follow Jesus? No matter how uncomfortable it gets, are you willing to keep pressing forward? Find that hole in the tiles. Find that way to lower yourself in front of the presence of Jesus or your friend in front of the presence of Jesus. Be determined. Have a firmness of purpose and a fixed mind, a fixed direction. Just as Paul said, I run this race and I beat my body and make it my slave so that I can win the prize for which I am called. He beats his body and makes it his slave. What does the body do? The body worries. The body's anxious. The definition of stress is the power you give to outside circumstance to define what you believe you're capable of handling successfully. It's also the power you give to outside circumstance to define your worth and value. So perhaps you've spilled out of yourself today and you've become paralyzed by what's before you. Come back. Jesus is in the business of of resurrecting high functionality. Spirit, mind, emotions, body but he knows the first and foremost place to start. And that's your relationship with God, the forgiveness of sins to get right with God, get right with God. Dear God, I screwed up. Totally let my flesh guide my spirit. And I want to begin again today. I'm giving more authority. I'm living in fear. I'm living in anxiety. That's a faith crisis. I'm not believing that you really got my back, Lord. Help me to begin again. I'm determined to receive your healing, Lord. I need your help to let go and jump out of that airplane and trust that the parachute of your love will catch me. Grant me the grace of surrender and trust in your providence in my life. 
that you do have my back, that you are there for me. Help me to be determined to leave space in my life to see your mighty work rather than preparing so much that it stresses me out and I don't leave any room for you to act. Help me to do the best I can and release and release it all. Help me to go for everything 100% that you guide me to go for, but with only one attachment, my heart to yours. Grant me the same faith that those friends had that unleashed Jesus' forgiveness on their behalf. Increase my faith, Lord, so that I can be more determined today than yesterday and focus on connecting my heart to your heart so that I can see your mighty hand move in my life. I ask all of this in the most precious name of your son, Jesus Christ, my Lord and Savior. In the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Go forth, my friend, and consider determination in your life. Do you need a boost of that? A boost of determination. So that no matter what pops in front of you and what, and what trickery and shiny objects Satan tries to use to distract you from your main purpose of being an ambassador for Christ, you are fixed. I fix my eyes on Jesus, the author and perfecter of my faith so that I can see remarkable things that you will do in my life. And I will be amazed and praise you, God, because I've left room in my life for you to act. Forgive me for micromanaging. Leave more room for the hand of God to act and to move you into that determined focus, and he'll take care of the rest. Jesus, I trust in you. You take care of everything. Jesus. I trust in you. You take care of everything. Give me the faith to press on, to believe, to be determined so that I don't go to the right or to the left. Give me the grace to be firm in my purpose to serve you as your ambassador with my eyes fixed on you more today than yesterday. Give him heaven out there. There's enough of the dark side going on and be determined to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus, particularly these days. You can join us and explore our Emotional Intelligence in Christ project at emotionalintelligenceinchrist.com. We will be launching the course. We're getting closer. We invite you to join us, and we will let you know the details. As I said, we're just finishing it up. Perhaps you're getting to this podcast after it's been launched. You can find out the information on Emotional Intelligence in Christ.com. God bless you today and give him heaven.